This is George, and I'm here with Grant Heslov, the writer-producer of the film. And I'm here with George, the writer, producer, director, co-star. All-around dancer. That's a, that's a lot of credits for one person. It is a lot of credits for too many. These are uh, financiers. Mm-hmm. You'll see their names all over the place. Where did we shoot this, Grant? We shot this in, um, uh, we're in Miami of Ohio. That's right. Miami University in Ohio. I'm not a Christian. I'm not an atheist. I'm not Jewish. I'm not Muslim. I don't have My anything religion, to say about this, Grant. What I believe in. <laughs> Well, you had a pretty specific. You had a very specific idea of the way you wanted this first scene to feel. Yeah, we wanted to take our time with it and sort of set it up. The when we first did the adaptation, we didn't have this scene, and we started with the actual debate that's coming up next. But we thought it would make it a little more cynical if we had him do this first. Yeah, it makes for a good callback later. <laughs> I don't know if people. I don't know how many people actually pick up on that. I don't think anybody does. You don't? No. That means that we failed in our callback. Sometimes you can be too subtle. Mm-hmm. Now and this, this was great when, when you sort of discovered that this is how the stage worked. Yeah, this was good fun. We enjoyed this guy, too. He I, just sat there, though. In fact, we actually just lowered him back down in and left him there. He might still be there. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, I believe your parents came to visit this day. My parents did come to visit. They were confused by what we were doing. Okay, go ahead. If I'm not religious enough for, me, for you, don't vote for me. If I'm not all of the um, set dressings were all courtesy of uh, MSNBC. That's right. You conned them into letting <laughs> us use their name. They actually figured. sent us. That was that's actually their debate where it is. Yeah, we uh, we figured it's a Democratic primary, so we could do that. Seems fair. Thanks. Okay, can we get the monitors up a little? I'd like the governor to be able to hear himself. You got it. Okay. Also, are we going to put risers under these podiums? And we aren't really shooting in those other cameras. No, I know. Because the specs were last night. But we did later. Yeah, we did. And some of the stuff, we shot that stuff. Just they're a few inches short, so it makes it hard for him to read his notes. Okay. Gentlemen, thank you, and I'll see you in a few hours. There we go. the governor trouble reading his notes? Why doesn't he wear glasses? No, he doesn't. Just Pullman's 5'8". He's going to look like a hobbit. <laughs> it's bad to laugh at our own jokes. It is. Now, this is um, uh, the score by Alexander Desplat, who's a really wonderful uh, composer. We sort of wanted a Yankee Doodle Dandy kind of military drum sound. That's, that's your nephew. That's my nephew right there. I can't cut that shut out. <laughs> shout out. There's your other nephew. That's my uncle. We shot in my hometown, basically, of Cincinnati, Ohio. So I ran into a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of friends and neighbors. It was great. It was like, it's like, it was really cool shooting in a place where like people just came up and like, hey, George, remember me? I was, you know, it's just, you don't really, you don't get that much. No, you don't. You'd like to not have it all the time. <laughs> this, this opening here, this was sort of a, this was an audible. Mm -hmm. We called this at the last minute. We, yeah. In fact, we just pulled this off the wall and started uh, moving pins around. Yeah. We did it at the, uh, uh, the last place we shot, where we shot the, the plane. The airplane scene, yeah. Did you call your 
yourself a Christian. How would that matter? Evan Rachel Wood. Miss Young, Evan Rachel Wood. She has a bounce to her step. Very cold here, by the way. Yeah, you can't tell it. No, it doesn't look cold. Catholic, I am not a practicing Catholic. And I have no idea what happens after we die. This is back at Miami University again. I'll vote for him. Is that your idea of being specific? Yeah, which always was confusing to me. <laughs> I am not a Christian or an atheist. I'm not this, Jewish or Muslim. This will be the callback. This is our callback. It's written on a piece of paper called the Constitution, meaning that I will defend until my dying breath your right to... That guy's supposed to be an MSNBC anchor. As long as it doesn't hurt others. I believe we should and these were all as a country by mostly students who cannot take care from the university. We, uh, because we know about YouTube and things like that, we did, uh, oftentimes we would do one speech when we were shooting, uh, towards the audience, uh, and then we'd let them all go home and then I would do the actual speech later so that the speeches didn't end up on YouTube. And if you think that these questions are in a general election, then you are living in fantasy land. I'm simply pointing to the... And the, the young gentleman in front of us is Max Minghella. Who played my son in Syriana, actually. Yep. And now, there you go. These guys don't need introductions. They don't, but they sure are fun to watch look at each other. Yep. <laughs> in retrospect, it would have been fun to write a couple more scenes where, where we put those guys against each other. Yeah, it's just that it, there, there just was no way to get them in no. the same room. No. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. Fucking national security. Out of the park. Come on. The alumni of Miami University of Ohio would like to thank you for attending tonight's debate <laughs> and ask you to please remain in your seats until the candidates have left the stage. Here's. This also, I believe, was Philip Seymour Hoffman's first day of work. It was his first day of work. So he was thrown right in there. And we'd been shooting for about three weeks at mm -hmm. that point, so he had to play a little catch up. It must have been you that did that prep work, Stephen. Paul's not that clever. You've always had the brain stuffy, but me, I've had the balls. You know, in real life, these guys don't like each other either, so that, no, that, was, that made for a good fun. It worked out. In fact, no one liked anyone on the set. What a prick. Now, this guy was a local who actually was singing in a bar in Detroit, which is where we're shooting now. We've moved quickly to Detroit. We're, yeah, this next sh the next set is Detroit, and, you know, we... We cast a pretty wide net. We, we cast in New York and Chicago for a singer. And uh, we ended up finding a local guy. Actually right in the bar. And sort of in uh, every film I've done, I like to do uh, this little jazz break of some form. And, uh, and this is one of the... <laughs> what do you think, Stevie? I think it's ours to the taking. What do you think? Marissa Tomei. This was a great bar called Cliff Bells. In Detroit. No, not Cliff Bells. Cliff Bells. Cliff Bells. Yeah. How's the memory? <laughs> not so... What? <laughs> but how's your memory? Not so good. These are always tricky scenes to shoot because you have, you know, more than one person and they're sitting down talking. And this is actually a scene directly, almost directly from the play. So they're wordy scenes, so you have to really get the actors to jump in and go. Mm, these are the right actors to do that. Yeah, I mean, this was always one where we talked about... I mean, I think this was probably, what, an eight-page scene yeah. originally? Yeah, we cut it down. We, yeah, really cut it down, but, but it worked. I think it works really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, in the last 30 years, 73 Democrats have run for president. How many have won? Three. 
I mean, so many guys ran who thought they had a chance. I mean, you can when you can watch a scene on a film that you've made and still be engaged by it after what the 50th time of seeing it, then it's a scene that, that you can be proud of. That or you're a narcissist. That, yeah, that or you're drunk. <laughs> I wasn't watching the scene, I was just staring at the screen. have no one out there that can touch this guy. So for this moment, this election, this primary is And that, Ida, and that Ida is the State of the Union. And on that note, here's my favorite line. I'm going to take a shit. <laughs> he, he only said that once. Yeah. I only did that line one time, but it worked great. And this is, uh... Yeah. You're getting on a plane. That's what you're doing by airports, yeah. Where's that plane going? This was a scene that you wrote, uh, like, the last minute. We, you wrote this sort of... Yeah, uh, during while we were rehearsing. Yeah. We were trying to get... Came out of rehearsals. Yeah, came out just sort of knocking around. It's a wash. What if I said North Carolina? Is that your guess? He's going to North Carolina. Now they're confirmed. So funny. Marissa tries to make herself look dowdy to look like a like a reporter, and she's still <laughs> stunning. Yeah, she still looks great. You, yeah. you love him because he gives you the scoops. Sexual favors. You're engaged. If it meant a good scoop, my fiancé would understand. <laughs> you really buy into all this crap. Yeah. All this take-back-the-country nonsense. Interesting, too. Uh, on these scenes, you really get to see, because all these actors, they're all great, and they all work in completely different ways. They yeah. all have a different approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a funny thing. Evan sort of just, you just say go and she goes. Right. Philip has all kinds of, you know, Philip has a great sort of process when you watch him work that's really fun because he sort of underplays it the first time and then really gets going and then it just blows it out like crazy and then sort of brings it back in. He's really, it's a really interesting process to watch him work. He really also, he like, he doesn't, you know, he's not afraid to show warts and all. He just sort of lets yeah. it all hang out. Yeah, he really is. Paul's like that, too. Yep. And Ryan's Ryan's also such a funny, interesting actor because he's... I, I keep trying to think of myself at his age, and I was doing, you know, The Facts of Life with, you know, Tootie and Joe and, you know, terrible combination of overconfidence and bad acting. <laughs> and he's so clean and such a smart actor. Yeah, but he had, you know, he had his, he had his coming up too. He just started a lot younger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he was a Mouseketeer, That's man. That's right. We record all the music and all of the films we've done uh, live on 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 the set, so we don't have. Yeah. No, no looping it or no, no dubbing it. I think we dubbed like one line in this whole movie. This is off, off, off the record. What? This is a oneer. Yeah, but interesting, it wasn't, you didn't plan it as a winner, and you actually ha- you have coverage on it, but mm-hmm. it worked, it just worked better in a, in a winner. Well, the funny part about it is when we, you, when it starts here, it looks like we're on a set. We're in huge, 356 And it was cold yeah, that night. it was really cold. Detroit in the midwinter, I tell you. Yeah. Nothing, nothing more fun. So this for real? But, yep. but Grant, we're, this is supposed to be Cincinnati, so don't tell people. Sorry. Nope, that's all you get for now. Here's our favorite part. Okay, listen up. The sound effect right there. We <laughs> we did that sound effect I don't know how many times. Just to get it to sound like, it still sounds like lettuce in a box. Yeah. It doesn't sound like cell phones. I'll get it later. I gotta believe we 
So this one was interesting, right? We shot that in, in prep, and we just went out to a factory and, and uh, took a video camera, and you just spoke to the people out there. Yeah, I was saying a lot of things that I don't think a lot of those people would necessarily agree with, but then I could get around to jobs, and then everybody agreed on it. So they love was... the job stuff. The, the funniest thing was I, you wanted me to shoot it, and I'd just gotten uh, my first iPhone. Right, because I wanted to be shot on an iPhone. Yeah, and I shot it, and I got all this great stuff, and we looked at it and realized that I'd shot it in the wrong Aspect, aspect ratio. ratio. You shot it up and down instead <laughs> yep. of sideways, so we couldn't use it. And I was like, you've directed movies. I know. You were a camera. You're in the camera. You I mean. know. I know. Well, that's why I don't make my living as a cameraman. <laughs> this Diamond Mines in Liberia line came from uh, um, one, a televangelist who actually owns Diamond Mines in Liberia, and I thought it was always a funny thing. These these two kids uh, and uh, both local. They were both local there, which is Michigan local, right? Yeah, they're Michigan local and went to um, college at uh, Michigan. Is it Michigan State? No, Michigan. Michigan. You'll get in trouble for that. They'll get you for that. Yeah, they will get you for that. Here comes Evan. Hey. Hey. Uh, Nothing but trouble. This girl. Look at her. Okay. Thank you. I've been waiting for this. This set, this was just a one big, empty, unfinished, old, stinky place. Freezing, cold warehouse. It was freezing, and uh, our production designer, Sharon Seymour, and her team, you know, turned it into... A real campaign yeah, office. Yeah, a real campaign office. All this, all this is set. It's all set. Yeah, it's all built. Even these offices were built. Yep. We had to figure out a way to, um, you know, get light in on them. Yeah. Anytime that we can sort of shoot through glass, mm -hmm. we're happy, <laughs> we'll to, do happy to do it. Yeah. Watch Good Night and Good Luck. That's oh, all yeah. we did. I know. We should have done this in black and white. We should have. Did you get your new phone? And more glass. It's really exciting, isn't it? <laughs> Are you a bear cat? <laughs> Am I a what? Yeah, the bear cat line didn't play all that well in the oh. Italian premiere. No. They didn't understand. A lot of this stuff was a, was a little... Uh, under their heads. <laughs> Colloquial, is that the right word? And you can use that word if you like. You changed something. My hair? You changed your hair? No. Oh, I see. It's nice to see Ryan get God a little bit in this because he's mm -hmm. always so in control yeah. in scenes, you know. She really holds her own here. Oh, it's not like that. You get to stay at the Millennium. The cinematographer, uh, Faden, Papa Michael, is. Uh, the guy who shot this, he shot Sideways and 310 to Yuma. He's also, he shot Biodome, which a lot of people don't know. That's true. <laughs> also very tall Greek. He's a tall Greek man. He's a tall Greek man. But German, too, so there's no drinking in his family. Yeah, well, yes, he talks like this. He's a good, a very a good DP for us to work with because he works very fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were shooting, like, eight nine hour days and uh did the whole thing in about seven and a half weeks the whole film so my name is molly we're proud of that well it's important to get to dinner yeah <laughs> priority straight yeah we even rewrote some scenes that were supposed to be at night into day just so that we wouldn't have to miss dinner here we go now here's jeffrey wright who i worked with in syriana who's a wonderful actor from Angels in America to 
million different things. We have an open seat in the White House. I just like watching him. Republicans have dick. They're disorganized. They can't a lot of guys with deep them. voices in this movie. Did you notice? Listen to Jeffrey. Well, Jeffrey's got an incredibly deep voice. So this Phil. Show up to vote for their guy. But if Pullman gets the Democratic nod, they will show up to vote against. So you think? Huh. Gets into the independent. He's got a good voice. We need your delegates. It was really uh, this. We shot this in in Michigan in um, suburbs. Yeah, Pontiac ish hills. Yeah, something. You know, we'll get a lot. We'll get letters for that. I, I don't remember where we shot anything. It's beautiful. Anywhere. This was a beautiful area. Yeah, and this house is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Stella. Hand me that ice bucket. <laughs> we could just do the scenes. We should. We should act them out. Is Paul or is this you? Paul knows and Paul agrees. Ben, where's my op-ed piece on national service? It's easy for me to work off of that. Go right here. Give me a hard copy. I hate those fucking things. Print it out. <laughs> that's that's actually true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can't I can't read off of a computer. You're pretty bad with the computers. I can't write on a computer. I can't read on a computer. I can't do anything except. Sometimes check my emails. Your national service isn't following the same as the rest of your domestic policy. Don't give a shit about the Paul with Stephen. I'm not going to play this game with you. This is your good cop, bad cop act with Paul. Good cop, good cop. I'm not changing it. I'm trying to think of something interesting to say about this this scene. This scene, no. We built in a nice long pause and mm -hmm. we shortened it here. This was a policy that my dad used to talk about. About uh, help people get an education. We're going to create national about sort of national service, mm -hmm. and that the idea is you could pass it because college loans. Now, where does that fail? Oh, that's exactly right, Governor. It's just if you're going to do it, do it. Make it mandatory, not voluntary. No one would vote against it. That'll poll well. Mandatory. <laughs> Everybody who turns 18 or graduates high school gives two years of service. What's it like on a day like this? You know, having to sort of direct a scene. This, the, you know, there's a lot of people, and and you're in it. And you're in it. Yeah, that's why I just let you direct that. And just <laughs> set back. Paul likes this. I mean, it's true. It's a question we get. I get a lot, and it's sort of like, you know, what you want more than anybody else. Occasionally, you look to me just to make sure that uh, you didn't miss something, but. Well, it's not so much that. I mean, the, the truth of the matter is there's some element of modesty where you don't want to do more takes on yourself than you've done on anybody else. And I'll come back and go, okay, I got it. And you'll say, go do it again. Do another take. And I go, I got it. And you'll go, do another take. So it's a, it's a big help having somebody I've known for 30 years sitting next to me behind the camera. So. And what about me? I wasn't talking. I didn't even know you were here. Yeah, you have Charlie Rose at six. Right. Why am I doing it? It's long form. Charlie was offended when he heard that line. Why am I doing it? Yeah. Just for point of reference, I had Charlie Rose to my house, and uh, uh, I got him drunk and jumping in the lake at 2 in the morning. <laughs> what do you want? You got a couple of minutes? I'd like to sit down with you. Here we go. So... Yo, if it's important, I this is where we first kick in the score. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
I think it's cool the way that you that you you don't we don't have a lot of score in this, in that opening. It's yeah. a long way. <laughs> yeah, it's a trick. Makes score more powerful, I think, when it's not because we use it pretty liberally later. Yeah. The trick is always to try and start things off slow and get them to accelerate and start them out wider and try to close it in as the as the film goes on. This was pretty cool. We went we went to uh, Abbey Road. Yeah, score we they scored did, you know recorded the score at Abbey Road and we George and I got to be there for a couple days and and hang out there was that was a very that was that was one of the more fun things we've gotten to do. I'm always amazed by that. Just sitting there with a sixty piece orchestra. And, that's yeah. That's and it's the London Symphony Orchestra, so it's a it's a pretty amazing group of musicians. This is also a talent that. It's just, I have no, there's nothing in me that's musical. No, there isn't, except, you know, you, you're a very, very good tap dancer. You've got to dance. Now, here's the funny thing. So Paul Giamatti comes to Cincinnati, um, and we're shooting in the Heads First sports bar. Now, Paul Giamatti's father was Bart Giamatti, who was the baseball commissioner, who banned Pete Rose... Uh, from baseball before he died of, I think, of a heart attack. Um, Bart, not Pete. Yeah. And uh, Pete has never been able to be allowed into the Baseball Hall of Fame, and many people in Cincinnati sort of blame Bart Giamatti. And the Heads First Sports Bar is called that because it's across from uh, the Cincinnati Reds baseball stadium. Literally across the street. Literally across the street. And Head First is how Pete Rose always slid into base. So you walk in there, and the whole bar is filled with pictures of Pete Rose. <laughs> and Paul's standing there for a minute. He goes, oh, shit. This is Cincinnati. This is Pete Rose. He goes, am I going to oh, get hurt? And I was like, just don't tell anybody. He kills in this scene, I think. Yeah, he's so they, They're both great in it. Yeah. Starting tomorrow morning, you're gonna see a fucking blitz. I think we did two takes on Paul. I think that was it on this. Yeah. He's just, just so clean. The thing about it is he's a he's such a specific actor that you can give him a paragraph and every line uh, is is very unique and very mm -hmm. different and very specific. Paul's don't mean shit. Tomorrow morning, everybody's gonna know. And, and I don't think you mentioned this, but uh, behind the bar is oh my buddy since third grade Pete is. Uh, Pete Harpin is back behind the bar, uh, bartending. We gave him a line, and then we cut it, which I gave Pete his first lesson in show business. It's tough business. Tough business. Almost cut my nephew out of it, but I didn't. I'm thinking down the road here, man. That is why I want you. I can't do it. At the top. I can't do it. I don't need an answer right this moment. I got to play dirty, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry to hear but that. But I don't have to play dirty anymore. You know why? I got Morris. This was all from when we were writing. This was right when uh, Hillary and, and Barack were running against each other, and they really did do Operation Chaos. So we threw this in as sort of the idea. I've been in this business 25 years, and I've seen way too many Democrats bite the dust because they wouldn't get down the mud with the fucking elephants. That's a great line. It's from the play. Yep. Such a good line. Bo really wrote some beautiful characters. Do you want to work for the friend, or do you want to work for the president? Think about it. You got my number. 
And I, this is actually outside the bar. And there's a stadium. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. What's going on with Thompson? Uh, I think I did these, the, the scenes the with both these guys. Yeah, you did the voice on the other side. The funniest thing was we weren't going to shoot the other side, the side with Paul. Right. And we, we kind of at the last minute thought, you know, we may need to cut to him. And the truth is, we, I'm so happy we did. Yeah, it's good to have that side. We, said, we scrambled to get it. We, literally, we, we was like... We went into a, a, a hotel and found this and said, okay, let's take him up against here and let's shoot it. That morning and shot it like a couple hours later. Mm -hmm. This will be the only time you see me actually putting makeup on. <laughs> this is the only time I ever wore makeup was when we were doing this scene. Jules. Married to the campaign. Good answer. What you can't tell is that we have entire camera crew jammed into the back of a toilet shooting over the top of me onto the guys yeah. right here. There's like 15 guys standing on the toilet, standing in the bathtub. This was a weird location. This was in Detroit, and this was a, a, a empty hotel. An empty, but it was a luxury hotel. It wasn't mm -hmm. like a. It was. It wasn't a dump. It was a nice place. Yeah, but it had been empty for a while. They were redoing it, and it was huge. Mm -hmm. And we just sort of took it over. Yeah. No, but I can't see myself or Charlie flew in to do this, which was a wonderful favor for us. Yeah. And he liked the table there so much that. Uh, he we sent it to him and he's using it on his sh when he does the show in Washington DC. Yeah, he had been looking for uh, to, to match the table in New York and DC and he hadn't found a good one. This uh, this is a scene that was taken from um, Mario Cuomo doing an interview talking about the death penalty. Right, and he said he'd take a baseball bat I think and kill somebody. So you you governor would impose a death penalty? No, which I always thought was the best argument against the death penalty without sort of it was it was the kitty dukakis argument before mm -hmm. that which was mike dukakis saying that he wouldn't i think that was the last thing we shot on this film that scene might have been yes it was i think we literally like went to the plane mm -hmm. a few hours later this is music from the same guy playing underneath from uh from the detroit location Hmm. This scene came together really quickly. This we shot the whole thing in about five hours or mm -hmm. so. They were both really good at this. And this was a, a bar back in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. They both hit close-ups really well. We looked at stuff like scenes that, uh, like when Soderbergh shot uh, um, out of sight and things like that, just for that kind of lighting. You don't work for the Democratic National Committee? No. Sort of longer lenses. Mm-hmm. works for Morris, and if Morris wins, he's going to be your dad's boss. <sighs> don't do When we went to go scout this place, you remember? We went to go scout it, and the alarm went off? Yeah. And it was on for, like, an hour. Yeah, but, like, a serious alarm. Yeah. Like, you know. What? To kind of make your ears bleed. <laughs> I'm showing the new interns how to robocall. They're really good in this scene. They both get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Rough actors. I see. <laughs> it's the old trick. Look at the girl's mouth when she's talking. How old do you think I am? <laughs> 30. I think I'm 30. He actually asked us to lower the age of the character. How old are you? Yeah. Because the character was 35. And he was like, come on, man. And we're like, okay. 
How old are you? <laughs> How old do you think I am? 21? 20. Ouch. It's young. This is the line that always gets him in the theaters. Is that too young to fuck a 30-year-old? Wait for it. Wait for it. Well, well <laughs> everybody, everybody's like, ah, uh, let me think about that. Your hotel here in Kentucky is frowned upon. Oh. But this didn't play well in Ohio. This part. No, they didn't like this in Ohio. Yeah, but they liked it in Kentucky, though. Yeah. Child endangerment laws. <laughs> Do you have a car? I don't drive. I took a cab. Fun. I have the keys to the campaign bus. That was fun. We always, that was when we were always wondering if we were going to get a, get a laugh on it or not. And right. I think people get it and like it. All right. Got Chris Matthews to jump on board. We got Rachel Maddow to jump on board. We got John King to come on board. It was nice to have the real, mm -hmm. real people. But look, we believe that the polls are within the margin of error and that the, uh, the senator will win Ohio. Yeah, what time does Paul get in? <laughs> Shit. What do we talk to about polling? I gotta get some internal polling of the independents and the fucking wing nuts. Do you want me to go? This is, What's that guy's name? This was one of our sort of bigger days of shooting. You know, this scene was a... Mm -hmm. Because we shot other scenes here, mm -hmm. too. It took a long time, so we had to shoot the fun ones first. You know? Get him on the line. Tell him we're gonna take the same It's a tricky thing, getting dressed and matching. Yeah. That was a big deal. We had to do some opticals later, split the screen, and that kind of thing. Yeah, just getting the just time. to match. Yeah. You called me the cleaning lady. In one of these spots, we split the screen. No, why would I do that? Right. Oh, hey. Look. He's great, too. Yeah. Yeah, getting dressed while you're doing a scene is always tricky. Was this one? Did we have playback uh, this day, or was this something that we burned no, in? No, we, we had to burn that in. Most most of the stuff we have in here is burned in. Yeah, we didn't have the actual footage yet. This is one where we actually had to split the screen so that over her shoulder we match. So I'll show you where it is, like right in there while she's pulling her jacket on. On the other side, she was not putting her jacket on, so we had to split the screen and put it back on a different place. Just to match it. All right. That's where things get a little complicated. You are kind of a player, but... I was being polite. Bullshit. You were trying to pick me up. No, it wasn't. The bit they both got really well. Yeah. They have really good chemistry together. They they're, do. They're really good. I was being smooth and subtle. No, you're pretty forward. You're pretty forward asking me to the bar? No. I've been trying to fuck you for a while. Bam. It's <laughs> kind of slutty of me, huh? I don't know. I respect it in some strange way. Good. You have absolutely no idea how to tie it. No, no, not right? a clue. Yeah. You're very mature. For a 12 year old. For a teenager. That makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. I'll be on to you, Ben. 
This was the first day of shooting right yeah. there. Lunken Airport. Lunken Airport in Cincinnati. I love how <laughs> mad he gets. This was as cold as you could get, believe it or not. It, it doesn't was, look it. It was very cold. It was about, about 10 degrees out. And I was standing about 40 feet to the left on a cell phone talking to him doing these lines. That's right. Yeah, I'm on it. I gotta go. This is one of our last days of shooting. Yeah. It was, it was hard flying. You know, we had to fly a full day of up in the air just to get the, the shot. Flying around. Flying, flying around. around. And, and then getting the storm to match. That's always hard. <laughs> no, this was a, this was on a, interesting, we shot this on a stage in, uh, outside of Detroit, and it's, it's like the, I think it's like the biggest uh, stage for shooting cars. Mm-hmm. Had a huge lighting rig, unlike anything that I'd ever seen before. Right. Um, really, really cool. I wish we were, I wish we were shooting a car that day. Yeah. We're fine now. No, the campaign, how we doing? Remember, we were going to use uh, the James Taylor song for this or the, underneath this for a while. Before that, we had a Sinatra song. Yeah. Like, Fly Me to the Moon mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Something. I think that we are solid. Okay, Paul. We always do that. We sort of lay a song out and write scenes around it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And usually end up not using them. Yeah. Somehow they, they, they inspire the tone of the scene somehow. Mm-hmm. I'll do or say anything if I believe in it. But I have to believe in the cause. You and I did a show on K Street for about 14 weeks with all these consultants and worked with them. And the scene really came out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about consult- eating at the Palm and stuff. That's really sort of what happens. Pipping out ex-senators to Saudi princes. Pipping out ex-presidents. I better win. We had whole jokes about Carol Lombard there, too. We cut that out. Yeah. So we have a normal marriage, which means when we disagree. This is a pretty great set here. Yeah. This was in, uh, this was also at Miami. Uh, right? No. This is in uh, 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 Michigan at uh, uh, Ann Arbor. Right. Right. Never mind. Oh, you're right. You, you can get in trouble for no, that. No, yeah, you're right because we <laughs> we made it Kent State because we were at Michigan and you couldn't make it Ohio State. You couldn't even really wear anything red or they'd shoot you. Right. Against the distribution of wealth to the richest Americans. This is the fun part. We actually were going to shoot this scene, this next part of the scene, up against the ropes, and then once we lit the setup, we really saw that look kind of great up against the flag. Yeah. They immediately walk in and you go, okay, well, that's where the scene well, is. Yeah, exactly, where we're shooting here. What? You were on a plane and he called me and he asked if we could meet. I said, why? He said it was very important. Had to write all of these long speeches that we knew were just going to be soundtrack <laughs> in the background. It was so funny because <laughs> we sat around writing political speeches like... A uh, um, couple of political hacks. Yeah, knowing that it was never going to be heard except for somebody who tried to pick it apart. Thank God it was you who was who was saying it. Robocalls, traffic jams, fake lit, and Thompson. They offered Thompson Secretary of State. 
You know how you fight the war on terror? You don't need their product anymore. Their product is oil. This Just is the piece that my dad wrote in 1979 about the about the oil shortage. Mm -hmm. And she said, if Saudi Arabia came out tomorrow and said there's no oil, we'd find a way to power our cars. So my fucking blood pressure's going through the goddamn roof. He's so good in it. Yeah, he really goes after him. Yeah. He's where he loads up. Look, he gets back here because he knows he's gonna turn and nail him. Boom. It's fun watching uh, actors load the gun before they fire, you know. I really love it. And I gave away our game plan. Please believe me that I honestly believed you were going to come back and you were going yeah. to tell me that This was a hard scene for Ryan to play, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a scene where you have to kind of got to lose. Yeah, I mean, look, all actors like to win in the scenes they're in. And, you know, this is a difficult part for him mm -hmm. because for long periods of time he loses in scenes and that's hard to do America is run on an internal combustion engine this is the Apollo speech new jobs we will start the next technological revolution and we will and yes I am reading my lines off of a big glass how perfect was that for you it was great I wish I could do every every movie on the campaign trail so I can read it right off the glass and the governor that's it What's he ever after? He has a fundraiser. We had the choir singing coming up here. But it never it never quite gelled. It never felt right. They were really wonderful singers, but it just never felt right. And then we hired a, a young uh, singer to come in and really bump it up, and she was great. But it just didn't work. So we just got uh, Alexander to get a guy to play this for us at Abbey Road. Because we knew we wanted to take the sound out and just play music here. Sounded very collegiate, this song. You yeah. know, like something out of Animal House. That's right. You will see glimpses of wonderful Jennifer Ely sitting there, right there. Who is an unbelievably great actress who was kind enough to do this is in a dance hall, right? Yeah. A dance rehearsal Rehearsal hall. room, yeah. yeah. I love how simple it is. I like this scene a lot. This is one of my favorite, this is one of my favorite scenes in the film. I always like this, this scene. Well, there's, a, there's an intimacy to it, but there's also really, again, you know, Phil makes stuff so specific. Yeah, and the stakes are pretty high yeah. at this point. Not if you get Thompson's endorsement. I'm not gonna do it, what does he want? The FDA or something? It reminds me of a scene out of out of a film that we would have watched that we would have loved and <laughs> any number of films you know in the 70s yeah this is about uh, John Bolton who was be trying to they were trying to appoint as the ambassador of the UN and he wanted to cut the, cut the top 10 floors off the UN so we thought we we just do it to our our, our senator if we walk from Ohio take Thompson give him the fucking cabinet post then we take North Carolina his state then Pennsylvania. this was the trickiest part for us was figuring the math out of delegate counts and stuff. yeah we went back and forth a bunch of times because there's when the each of these primaries takes place where the math would be who's a senator or governor where and how they would carry their state and Sometimes you split delegates, and sometimes you win them all. It's 
complicated. You remember when we were shooting and we had, we had like a panic that we had somehow messed up the numbers? Yeah. On, but it worked out. This is an interesting thing. We we said it one way, this scene. It was supposed to be three sort of small scenes in a row. And then we were just looking at the sets and we just pulled the camera over to the side and go, we could shoot all the way through all of these. You can see Phil in the corner there actually in a reflection, um, pretending to be talking on the phone, waiting. And then he... Him. But that was something we found on the day. Initially, mm -hmm. we'd set to shoot inside. We're just looking for different ways to shoot in office. Expectations. I mean, have I, have I ever have I ever said to you that we had Ohio locked? <laughs> well, then at least give me the courtesy of printing that in your column. This was his last scene. That was Phil's last scene. What are you writing? The greatest speech ever given on hydrogen power. The bar's set awfully high on that one. She's so good in this. Yep. I was hit up by Mitchell's wife for you to show up at her daughter's of the American Revolution luncheon. A big part of this was trying to find ways of shooting it that felt really super close and intimate. And even if you don't that. see half of your face while you're talking, it still felt Imagine doing this close. Here. No, you can't. Like this, you know. Let's just do it one more time. Because she can really carry the scene for you. This was, my father ran for Congress, and this was Do you think we'll lose our an issue my father talked about, which was the deals that he didn't, was never going to make, and the things that he was asked to do. And so that's sort of where this scene came Ohio from for, for you and I. Is Paul working on you? And this scene was shot? Stephen. On a soundstage. On a soundstage, yeah. We put those lights in afterwards because mm -hmm. we didn't. We felt like there wasn't enough light out there. Yeah, he's a shit. Is he worse than Pullman? Yes, Stephen. But it's you know shooting a scene like this, you know, on a stage. A poor man's process is, makes it so much easier to shoot the scene, and especially to be intimate. Yeah, you can really concentrate on the scene. This is also a big setup right here. I mean, it's the biggest setup in the game. Like, yeah, yeah. This. You know, at this point, we're just making our guy um, good. You know, we believe him. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's what we always talked about. Is that, you know, we you got to make it. You got to make it somebody that even if even if uh, you weren't going to vote for him, you'd still you'd still think he was a good guy. Right. Gay marriage. It's a silly argument. This is actually the theater department at the school. Mm-hmm. Michigan. Well, that's changing, and hopefully the way we frame the argument is as well. From a religious... From a religious to a civil rights issue. But one could argue a great difference between gender and race. Not really. We used to ban interracial marriage. I've got the cue cards on the floor here for me, man. I, once I got used to reading off a teleprompter, yeah. I couldn't stop. Yeah, it's like a drug for you. <laughs> Next film, we're going to just do the earwig thing. To make. That's okay. Go ahead. The argument is that men and women can, in fact, be considered separate but equal. <laughs> Races cannot. How so? You have separate public bathrooms for both men and women, but it would be illegal to have separate bathrooms for two races. Now. Yeah, a lot of these kids were theater yes. theater kids. Yeah. There. That, was, that was fun. Framing the argument. What time is this thing airing? Nine o'clock. How we do? It's too good. That's funny. This is one we totally blew. <laughs> yeah. We shot the insert here 
and said, um, instead of the cleaning lady, which is her actual line, we said the housekeeper. The housekeeper. And then we had to go back and digitally change it because we were like, we're idiots. It's the cleaning lady. Well, housekeeper is a nicer term. It is. Ask. On the phone, it says ask, housekeeping. It doesn't say cleaning lady. Cleaning lady. This is where you start to become uncomfortable with yourself in a movie. When you put yourself into a love scene <laughs> with two other people. <laughs> this is where it crosses from ego to real problems. <laughs> it's funny whenever we screen this or you and I are sitting at a screening or sitting watching it this is the moment we always turn to each other and go, yeah, here we go here we go hopefully hopefully here we go yeah it's bit, it's usually a pretty we heard gasps and things in the audience, and people were very, very upset. Hello. Our whole phone set up just for that, right there, man. <laughs> hey, phone rang. Your phone rang. He's calling you at 2.30 in the morning. This is where she's so good. She could be sitting just telling a joke just before the scene starts. And then... You answered it? I thought it was my phone. Right in. Who is it? I don't know. Yeah, you were being all careful. Yeah, I was being like all, for the first time in my life, very sensitive about something. And she's like, take it easy, pal. Oh, boy. No. Steven, I'm calling him. It's not funny. I'm saying I'm your dad. Steven, it's not funny. Give me my phone. I'm going to call him. Hang on. This is where the score really picks up. Ryan was going to do it shirtless, but I was like, if you do it shirtless, then it's just going to be a scene about (laughs) your shirt off. (laughs) So you and I did it shirtless instead. I directed it shirtless. And I'm just in my boxers. Why is the governor calling you at 2.30 in the morning? The score is so good. Why is the governor calling you at all? I'm in trouble. <laughs> this is with the governor. What's now? We wrote this before John Edwards. Yeah, we're Anthony Weiner before you. Know, we were sort of just trying to throw a scandal in there to screw screw with them and there's a party with you and Ben and the governor no he wasn't there well, these guys are, are really good in this scene yeah this is and this is the kind of scene that you know this scene doesn't work in fact I believe we kept saying that to them yeah if the scene doesn't work then we're we're screwed <laughs> directing by fear yeah that's the trick direct and scare the shit out of them talking for a really long time she's the funniest delight because she almost lights herself she's so uh, luminescent Luminescent, yeah Yeah, she really is it's amazing 
Jesus fucking Christ. Pick up score. Yeah. Were you drunk? Not that drunk. I threw that in for my own ego. <laughs> Does anybody know? No one knows. Did anybody see you? No. How can you know? I know. Then why is he calling you right She's now? She's so specific. I called yeah. him first. Why? Because I didn't know who else to go to. <laughs> and I needed 900 bucks. She can cry on a dime, too. For what? Me, too. Go to my dad. You do cry on a dime. We're Catholic. Remember, we, we actually had her say, I'm pregnant. And that was not needed. What should I do? Sometimes when you're writing, you don't. You, you don't trust the audience yeah. as much as you should. But here's one where we did. We, we let the music and the mood tell the story more than anything. This is where we change the color a little bit, the color palette, and start to... Um, darken the film down mm -hmm. everything in the, in the office is going to look a little darker and a little further off the trick now is to start to really put the clamps down on on ryan's character save up one thing, I've never done a film without Steve Marioni, the editor, and um, specifically in scenes like this, um, he's so specific about taking time to get to, you know, he's, editors a lot of times will cut as quickly as they possibly can and cut it as, you know, cut right to a reaction. And he really is such a talented editor. He really understands letting something lay. And he's an awesome gamer, just as an aside. He is. What's our limit on petty cash? It's probably 500. Why? I need everything we can get. Everything okay? Max. Need help with anything? Yeah. Don't put it on the... Max on top of everything else had to shake an English accent. That's all. He did great. <laughs> Oh, what should I put it down? This is one of those where we had to have him yell. Just do it. And everybody look up, but you don't want it to be everybody stopping and looking up. Yeah. <laughs> so you just had to Mom. give a glance a little bit. Yeah, this is this is sort of the... We always talked, you know, the scene, actually the scene before, but this is, you know, the transition. His transition is really sort of... It's pretty steep. Yeah, you know, from here to the end, it just sort of. That's his actual handwriting, by the way. Okay. So judge, you know, judge that. <laughs> <laughs> judge him by his handwriting. That's all. Yeah, it's more desat the film here. This is a. Um, bank in Cincinnati. Yep. But not a normal bank. 
No. Didn't have like tellers, so we built that piece. <laughs> yeah, sorry though. Stevie, off the record. No, I cannot. And we had to change. We kept changing things because we didn't want Ida just running up and catching up to him every time. So we yep. we found uh, a different location. Yeah, basically split the scene. This scene was all one. This and with this next scene. But we didn't want her standing outside the bank when he came out and then walking with him. So mm -hmm. we. Also much warmer for us to shoot it. Much warmer inside this crosswalk. These are, in Cincinnati, they have a few of these over the streets to and dip wh and, and why? Because it's so cold. Because it's, <laughs> it's damn cold. Yeah. It was actually turned out to be a blessing because it's, it's a really cool place to shoot. Yeah. I've given you everything you ever wanted. Everything, every story, every scoop. There's Fountain Square behind her. Let's get real here, Steve. The only reason you ever treated me well was that I worked for the Times, not because I'm your friend. <laughs> You give me what I want, I write you better stories. Don't pretend it's any more than that. Why'd you meet with Duffy? Go fuck yourself. Okay, I'll make it easier on you. Yeah. You get Duffy. What happened at Paul and Thompson's meeting? Did you keep your voice down? We could we could have shot this from anywhere. We went through, we had shots through windows. We could yeah. do, we had anywhere we wanted to on this one. So it's not a difficult one, is it? I've got a file by 3 p.m. tomorrow. You've got till then to make up your mind. There, we were out in another office building shooting. You motherfucker. Excuse me? Now, this doesn't look like it, but oh, was it cold? Yeah, it was really cold. It was stinging cold. This is in front of Fountain Square in Cincinnati. Right. And what's the other, what is that other hall? It was a great place that we shot in. Music hall. That's really cool. Right here. Yeah. You think I leaked it to her? Yeah, who else? I didn't leak it to her. We had to leave the scene on him all the way till there, or if we cut back to him and he was standing in front of this, it would have looked very odd. Mm -hmm. Well, too late. What did she tell you? Ryan's really good in this. She knows where we met. She knows when we met. She knows you had fucking buffalo wings. She has a source? Yeah, she has a source. And you have no idea. It's interesting, too, because Ryan's rhythms are uh, slower in general. You know, in, in, if you see other films that he does, he. He likes to take things in and sort of chew them for a while, and that's part of one of the things he does really well, and there's part of his charm. And this is one where he had to push it because it wasn't, you know, didn't come naturally to him. Yeah. That's what makes him so good in this movie. You can't stop her? She's trying to blackmail me. She wants info about Thompson. Hmm. Well, then tell her what she wants to know. It's funny. You can watch Paul, and he can do anything. We can't let this story get out. It's always it's always believable and always interesting. If I tell her about Thompson, I'm gonna have to tell her that he's endorsing you. So this is a place you that you grew up going to, right? Yeah, 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 Fountain Square. Yeah. Although they didn't have a skating rink out there. They'd have like protesters and things out there a lot. <laughs> this is funny. Trying to build some suspension, suspense, and then I didn't realize it until I got because I, I was standing next to the camera, couldn't see it. But we had this background artist, this extra, and he's just hitting that trigger like a hundred times on the camera, and I was like, Jesus! As if he's never taken a picture before. Exactly. And this is actually that is the office, and this is in that office in the next floor up. This is the stairwell. Mm -hmm. And, it, and it, is, it is creepy. It's creepy and cold and wet and ugly there. I'm up here. But this was a funny one just uh, uh, because uh, 
the art department had got the, the the signals mixed up, and they actually took this and actually made it nicer. Made it nicer. Like, <laughs> so on the day, we had to have them go back in and re-sort of paint it and sort of make it look more down. Yeah. They cleaned it up. Oh, it didn't really matter because you can't see it anyway. No, just in that wide shot. It's funny, we had wider shots in this, and it just felt like... Didn't play? No, you didn't need to. They were, you know... They're really good in it, and there was no reason to get cute, you know. We have plenty of stuff in the wonders and plenty of wide shots. And so. You mean I can't be here? Right. Stephen, I wouldn't tell anyone. I hope not. Then why? Remember, we were eating just outside that room. Mm-hmm. Where, that's where lunch was. Where lunch was. It was literally right through that doorway to the right, right there. So the whole crew was there, and I was like, shut up. You go to North Carolina and work on the campaign. Molly, you got to wake the fuck up. This is the big leagues. It's mean. When you make a mistake, you lose the right to play. Faden lit the shit out of this one. I like yep. this a lot. Make the appointment. Tell me when and where we have to go. He actually went farther than we had talked about. Mm -hmm. But it looks great. Times bumped to like 600 fucking articles. Tom Duffy, 2008. This was written by a, a friend of ours, Stu Stevens. This I the this whole piece that Max is reading. Right. We had asked him to uh, just for you know he was consulting with us. He's a Republican um, strategist. And yeah, did he do like work on the Bush campaign? He's doing Mitt Romney's campaign right now. Right. And you know he's a, he's a great guy and a great friend. And he wrote us this he wrote us this email and. In the email was the whole thing those, about some of those words. Experience. Yeah. This was right across the river from Cincinnati. This actually is in Kentucky. We actually are in Kentucky in a hotel. Where the child endangerment laws are. <laughs> no, that's there's the other way. Much more strict. That car bump always bothered you. Yeah, it always bugged me. And we even tried to take some of it out. Yeah. Here's where the score comes up right here. Bam. Molly's theme. Molly's theme. If we'd seen Drive before this, maybe we wouldn't have taken those shots. <laughs> <laughs> What's that bridge called? Uh, we always call it the Singing Bridge because oh, it's right. a metal bridge, but it's got a... It's not the Brent Spence Bridge. That's it's great for sound. Yeah. yeah. We'd always planned on not having any dialogue in these scenes. Just creating sort of a, a montage of pieces until yeah. we got to here. This was a tricky little scene. Yeah, it was tricky. Ryan had a smart idea and, and kiss you on the head at the end because come back the loss of humanity here that he's getting is such a quick drop off that it's nice. You want to see that he, it still bothers him a little bit. But she does end up looking like a little girl. This is seen really from the play, like mm -hmm. deeply from the play. It's really well written. Just rethink everything. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, I know how to handle it. Um, <laughs> Phil really looks like, you know, one of those, like, David Axelrod. Mm -hmm. kind of Governor, we had a good long talk on the way back. He's up to speed with everything. I take it. This is all in that same hotel, that abandoned hotel. Uh, I thought he would. Yeah. Still won't take Thompson's endorsement. Paul, I gotta tell you something. I don't know how to tell you. What's up? Ida knows that I met with Duffy. And now we reveal that Max is sitting there. Max gets a big laugh here. I don't know how she knows, but she knows. In a bit. Without saying a yeah. word. She says she's going to release the story unless I tell her all the details about your meeting with Thompson. We shot, we ended up shooting a whole scene where um, Ryan and Phil sort of yell and scream at each other, or, or Ryan yells at Phil um, just to sort of feel it out and get a sense of what it felt like, even though we knew we weren't going to have it in the movie. Right. I leaked it to Ida. Here's the laugh. And then he does this. For some reason, everyone in the audience yeah. thinks it's pretty funny. It wasn't really even, it wasn't intentional. Well, we, I kind of knew it. I knew it was, it was, it was, I, I was funny because yeah. it's like, I shouldn't be here. But, but what, I didn't think we'd get, you know. No. Paul, they're going to, they're going to print that story in the paper tomorrow morning. I know. So why'd you do it? Why Why would you do that? Why would you do that? We did this like in a day. Yeah, you just came, shot this pretty quickly. Why would you do that to me? Makes it easier. Also, you know, we have actors that sort of come in and yeah, can do that. Know what they're doing. It certainly makes it go fast. I love when he says, "Oh fuck, no, you didn't." Yeah, that's great. Made a stupid no. Mistake. No, Stephen, you didn't make a mistake. You made a choice. You called me and left a message to didn't call you. didn't make a mistake. You made a choice. And when I did, you told me to forget about it. Right. You chose not to tell me. Why'd you make that choice? Because, Paul, I didn't think it was important. Oh, fuck yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. Yeah, that's a... Just, just, a it's just, there's, you've heard it from real people so many times. You, you know? think that Duffy wanted to speak to you instead of me? <laughs> Because you thought to yourself, maybe I can get something out of this? It's a really, really, really tough scene for Ryan. He, when he first saw it in the movie, I think he was really unhappy. Um, because, you know, it's not satisfying for him. It's a really hard scene to get your, your hat handed to you by Philip Seymour Hoffman <laughs> as hard as he gets it. Yeah. No money, no fucking office. Everyone thought we didn't stand a chance. But in the arc of the picture, you know, he hands it back. This guy yeah. running this uh, congressional campaign a few districts over gives me a call. And he says, I really like what you're able to do for poor old Sam. Also, but it's really tough you doing a monologue like this. What did I do? Uh, to sit and just sit and take it. Yeah, to sit and take it. And also, uh, on Phil's part, to, 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 to perform a monologue in a film, you know... Make it not feel like a play. Make it not feel like a play. Not get the benefit of it, of yeah. being in a play where you get run up. You know. Mm -hmm. Did you just hit the microphone? I bumped it. I was even more of a nobody than you are. So I'd be damned if I'm going to jump ship just because the shit hits the fan. He gets up. Walks he lost that race. But three years later, when Sam decided to run for governor, who do you think he called? 
We won that race, and 20 years later, I am where I am fucking now. Yeah. Now, there's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, and that's loyalty, and without it... But Ryan really, like, he's... And you have no one. And in politics, he changed, really changes quickly in this scene. Yeah. It's the only currency you can All of a sudden, he gets very cold. That's why I'm letting you go. Not because you're not good enough, not because I don't like you, but I value trust over skill. Right and I don't fucking trust you anymore. It doesn't matter whether you trust me, Paul. It matters whether the governor does. The governor already knows. And he yeah, this is an interesting. So after this, you know, he, he, he yeah. did a whole thing of like, well, yeah. who the you fuck is going to replace me? And he gets up and he's like, Ben, and fuck you. And they've yelled and screamed. And it feels really good as an actor because it feels right, you know. But the only way this thing works in general is if, you know, Ryan gets beat up it gets beat yeah. around and so it's, it, i think that was a it was a tough scene for him to to go through but boy he did it beautifully this was a piece that we actually heard her talking when we first started she was really good this actress but um but we wanted to connect her to ryan musically mm -hmm. This is all stuff that we should, that's driving stuff that we shot before we started shooting the movie, really. Some of it is. Prep. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, Cincinnati. Mm hmm. Up near where I went to school, Grant. You are well. Where you, you, you. I visited yeah. college. You know, I felt that it was important to stop by at college. There's a woman named Debbie Dixon up in the corner there who was a reporter on my dad's news at WKRC in Cincinnati in the 70s. She's a very talented reporter and ended up taking her voice out again, which I feel very badly for. But. Yeah. We needed the music, though, to sort of yeah, tie us all together. These are things we did, like Soderbergh was really good at the pre-lap kind of stuff. Um, I'm not feeling great today, Ben. Picked a hell of a day to call him sick. <laughs> Jesus, it was a fucking wild-ass day. Why? What happened? Steven's off the campaign. Again, this was just a regular, this was a regular hotel room, not a set. Everybody's jammed in. If they could, if you could see how many people were in the, in the, corner. In the corner and then in the room next door. Yeah. Steven said, who's going to take over? And Paul said, me. Yeah. I know, and then I'm like... We're all jammed up mm -hmm. inside the, the, the toilet. This is actually the scene where, where she, you know, you were telling everybody to sort of be quiet and really yes. be careful for her because it's such an emotional scene and, and she's, she's like just, telling a joke or something. She's literally telling a joke. She's that good. Three years ahead. So starting tomorrow morning, we go into full damage control. She can't do anything, this girl. And can sing. And she can sing it up. In fact, any second now, she breaks into a song. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Remember initially we had these big timpani drums playing here? Yeah. So it just seemed it just seemed like too much, you know. There's times I miss it, you know. 
it's a, tr it's a tricky, it's a fine line, you know. One too many, and it, then all of a sudden, all the score becomes really obvious. Yeah. And so I'd rather underplay than. Joe, can we have the room for a minute? Okay. Thank you. It's not too bright walking in here like that, Steve. This is another set we built and inside another. Yeah, this was like the uh, Department of Tourism or something in mm -hmm. Detroit. I'm coming to work for you. Uh, reporter from Roll Call filming this afternoon. Yeah, I know who leaked it. Who? Paul. You told Paul? <laughs> oh, Steve. You shouldn't have told him that. I felt like I should. Yeah. I've worked with Paul. He's yeah, Ryan just gets beat up everywhere he goes. He gets beat up by some of the best actors in the games, too. So it's there's just nothing fun about yeah. it, you know, except that you get to work with these actors. Paul gave it all to Thompson. What if I had but he wins. I mean, yeah. at what cost? Yeah. He beats them all. Revenge makes people unpredictable, Steve. I can't have someone as unpredictable as unstable. I'm not unstable. You know, if this had been a clean... So that's also... I mean, that was really the more... You know, a lot of people say, well, you guys really wrote a political film or about politics, and the truth is it was really more about that. It was mm -hmm. more about this guy's journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to take him from, you know, something not innocent, because he's not an innocent in it, but he's... He, he's a true believer mm -hmm. he's until he's completely disillusioned and then uses every advantage he can to win, including some really evil stuff. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I love how he does that. Go take a nice long vacation. You're a smart guy. Yeah, this, this is the B word. It also really sinks in for Steve. Yeah, yeah. You know Politics isn't for you. Yeah. Politics is my life. <laughs> this is weird. But, you know, there's also an interesting parallel because, you know, in a way, you know, he tells Molly, grow the fuck up. This is the big time. Yeah. And he just got played, Yeah. you know, in yeah. the big time. That's right. Because you stay in this business long enough, you're going to get jaded and cynical. Like you. Yeah. Just like me. He did one where he yelled and he actually ducked. He scared himself. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought you might, but I didn't know. You knew I was going to tell him. You knew, and you knew he was going to fucking. Ryan's so like tall and good looking, and up against like all of us, you just want to kill him because he's like you know, six two. And you were never going to hire me. <laughs> Put yourself in my shoes, Steve. Your opponent has the best media mind in the country working for his team. What are you going to do? You're either going to hire him for yourself or you're going to work it so if you can't have him, the other team can't either. This is a win-win situation for me. We threw that in, you know. Win-win. We gave him a little credit for his own film. Paul McCarthy. Tommy McCarthy's film. And the moment I got you to sit down in that chair, I knew I'd won. This is... It's my life that you're talking about. <laughs> Doesn't make me happy doing this kind of thing. I don't think it gives me any. I think it. Uh, I think it makes him happy. I think it does give him some pleasure. I really am. Take care of yourself. And this is interesting. We had one night to shoot, and it was about 35 degrees. It wasn't quite cold enough to snow, and it started raining. And we had to shoot all night. Uh, and it rained steadily all night. 
because you can really get screwed with rain. If it rains for a minute and then it stops, and it rained steadily, and we actually got to get everything we needed in that night of rain. Yeah, and you know, it hadn't been raining. It wasn't like it was. No, you know, it was that one night. Mm-hmm. The guy always looks like <laughs> Paul Giamatti walking out. show her face ever and that's, that might be too much to get past it's pretty bad already but her face would have been too much did you know her mine's great in this scene coming up too that's always the trick too is figuring out where you're gonna um, show any emotion to show that there's something I mean I think in the script we wrote in this next scene because he's looking at the phone here and initially we had him take the phone and walk out it looked terrible to just take the phone and walk out but if he just stared at the phone we yeah. could do it it's hard to get it's hard to get back from that yeah you can't get back from there but we wrote in the screenplay that from this moment on right here inside the car from the minute he drives on he's you know, whatever was left of his soul is sort of washed away. Yeah. We got the in cold blood shot here that sort of happened just because we were shooting and had to. Yeah. It's one of those things where Faden says, oh, look, it's quite nice. It's quite nice. Look, it's like in cold blood. Um, where are you? It's, uh, it's for something. It's once we get into the side shots when it really plays well too it's where you get to see like, the shot even goes soft a little bit here towards the end and we just liked it. him he was so good in it it was better to keep the performance than worry about the shot right in here starts to get you It's another of those where we're all standing outside in the freezing, mm. pouring rain. That was a that was a tough night. Based on the evidence found by the police in that hotel room, that this was an accidental overdose. This is actually at the uh, University of Cincinnati Hospital, right? Cincinnati Police Chief Daryl Matthews has called for a full investigation pending a toxicology report, which could take up to two weeks. This was a scene that had dialogue in it between Ryan and uh, um, and Phil. No. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. And it felt as if, after we shot it, it felt as if if Ryan were to speak at all, you couldn't, you couldn't get past that either. We had to, we were jumping pretty quickly into doing some pretty dastardly shit. So we figured the conversation could take place in that wide shot under the music. I want on the ticket. You need me on that ticket, and you could use my delegates. Jeffrey could carry the scene. And you need him before Tuesday. Make a fine story on the Sunday morning news cycle. So I expect to hear from you by noon tomorrow. Or I endorse Pullman and take that cabinet seat. Gee, that never happens. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of there was a whole dialogue scene here, and we just cut it all out. 
it makes so much more sense. Yeah. Think of all the time we could save if we just stopped writing all these scenes. Oh, man, we'd be done so much quicker. The entire staff is we're in a state of shock. This was sort of a bit from um, all that jazz when you, when you take the sound out and as time goes on. When he was having a heart attack. There is a cameo coming up here in a second that I think we should pay attention to. Pay tribute to? Mm-hmm. Here comes Grant's voiceover. Right here. We just wanted to say that our hearts right. go out, our prayers go out to the entire family. Or did we already hear it? No, we haven't heard it yet. No, good. You'll know it. Not well, but I did know her. Here it comes. What I saw was a hard-working young woman with a... Get ready for it, everybody, because this is important. It's just a sad day. How long did you know her, Governor? And it's a sad day for those of us who know Jack. Governor, how long has she interned for you? Oof. Uh, that was good. Also don't know that I ever got paid for that. <laughs> you know, you, or credited for it. been on the road with us for a few weeks. Maybe four weeks, I think. I can check. We always liked this device. Dead girl calling. How does she be calling? <laughs> it's long distance, I'll <laughs> tell you that. It's a toll call. Um, and this is where we took the sound out and started yep. playing with. When we first did it, we had <laughs> oh like, God. we did terrible sound effects for, you know. It's a hard one to get right. Yeah. Strangely, it really is without it being comical. bring a little score in. This is where we really wanted to make it an old like mm-hmm. showdown at the OK Corral. And go ahead and tell them, I mean, we wrote, when we wrote this yeah, scene. Yeah, we wrote the scene first after we got the uh, play and then we sort of wrote backwards from here because we wanted there to be very smart characters sort of with their backs up against the wall being very smart. And then and once we sort of figured out what the what the dilemma was, then we sort of worked our way backwards. This is a fun one to to see because when we when we wrote it, we really talked about like what does it feel like when he walks in that place and yeah. you know to have the governor's guy standing there and that's just the whole thing. It's fun mm-hmm. to see it. Yeah. Using all the bottles that sort of hide everywhere. Seems like you have something you want to talk to me about. Does it seem that way? We had trickier shots going through these different colored glass bottles, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you sort of realize that this isn't the time to get cute with the camera. Yeah, it takes away from the... It's happening at the scene. Man. The biggest laugh in the movie is coming up, and it gets applause. Falls <laughs> out. It was the funniest thing I said to Ryan when we did this. I go, wait for three beats after you say the first line before you say the second one or no one will hear it and he was like this isn't a sitcom dude and then we were the premiere <laughs> and it was like three beats and then you could hear the line they all it was very funny he turns over he looks at me he goes all right he acknowledges it yeah you can bankrupt the country but you can't fuck the interns boom one two three ah <laughs> he jumped me yeah he didn't listen to you what do you think you have steven 
troubled young girl tells you a story. A troubled young pregnant girl. Is that what she told you? Who yeah. needed cash for an abortion. What'd you do? You give her money? It's good. This is this is. This had to be a fun scene for you to play, you know. Yeah, it's fun. Also, I don't get to play this character mm -hmm. ever, so it was really fun for me yeah. because this is this is a real turn here in a minute. And what people don't know is that this is closer to to you to the real me. Yeah, that's no right. Mm -hmm. No pictures, no tape. Yet. Yep. I'm standing right it's here. Without the tie, or go home. Sometimes there'll be a bolo tie. <laughs> Always makes me crazy. You see that uh, picture in the background on the right? The the light starts to flicker on it here in a minute. How would you know that? I was cleaning up your mess. Really? Yeah. I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah. Why didn't we fix it? There's no fixing. We could have fixed it with a digitally, maybe. Is it too late? Did you see it? There's a flicker. No, I don't see it. Uh, it's flickering. It's not now. It did a second ago. Then why would she leave a note that could only do that? She's 20. You'll see What do you want? <laughs> Paul's gone today. I set a meeting with you and Thompson, and you promised this is, uh, to make it. You get 356 pledged delegates. You get North There's also tough. You're Ryan's from Canada, so understanding even like the electoral processes. There's some more flickers for you. Uh, is tricky. Yeah. And he knew he, he figured out. That also gets a big laugh. This was a. This was a. a we shot this in a day. Yeah. Shot in a day, but it was. You know, this was. This, this is a big acting scene. Yeah, this is. You know. This is a tough one. But you know, it's also the kind that you can chew on. It actually feels like it was from the play. Yeah. You know, because they're long dialogue scenes. You thought it was important to fix. I believe this is probably the longest scene in the, in the film. You think? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's longer than the other scene. Then I am ashamed. Your voice is annoying. I should start wearing makeup. <laughs> Let's be. When we be honest, when we wrote the scene, you were like, "I want, I want to write me, me. I want to write me in a long scene, me." I gave her a ride. I bet you did. <laughs> there's no note. I like the bluff here. Okay, Mike. There's no note. Show yeah. me. This is a good example of. I mean, that's how people. You. You know, you you're both pulling the rope to win in this scene. You're both it's yeah. it's a classic, but you know, eventually you choose to lose. You have to choose to lose. Yeah. Play this out. Yeah, well I can't I can't get, I can't take the chance no, that right. I'm wrong. Right. Because everything you suggested is illegal. And you wouldn't fare too well in And I don't lose that much, you know. You were fucking her and she told you about her situation. This is when people really what hate me. Conversations <laughs> between the two of us and since she's had an abortion. The abortion no, DNA. That's the tough one. So people are like, oh, yeah, well, this is who you are. That's right. As, that's what I told you. I got asked that question in an interview, and, and uh, they said, somebody said, well, would you vote for Morris, you know, having seen the film? And I said, well, if uh, if I didn't see this scene, yeah, I'd still vote for him. Right. If he just screwed the intern, yeah. okay. All right. But if I saw this scene, yeah. no, I can't vote for the guy. It's your call, Doug. No. And he won. This is an old gangster movie move we liked. Sure. Take him right to the... Usually you'd cut, take a razor and slit his throat right here. Yeah. But we thought we'd walk him outside and slit his throat. We thought we'd use a guy with a buzzer that's not really even cutting. <laughs> <laughs> the 
this is sort of an example of stuff that we liked, that we wrote in the screenplay and and stuck with. And that's amazing how many people say, you know, why didn't you show the why didn't you show the scene in the in the car? In the car, we didn't actually shoot it. We didn't shoot. We, we didn't write, write it. it. We always, I mean, for the moment we talked about it, we said every audience member will write a better version of this scene than we could. Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> so right away, there are a lot better versions of that than I, I think we could have figured out. It also plays into all those things that Paul, you know, his speech on loyalty, all of it. It just, yeah. it just goes, it just goes sour. If this were any other kind of film, when the camera stops here, the car would blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, and camera stops, and boom. She's <laughs> just bleeding a little. It'll be fine. How much could a big shakeup like this days before the Here's a shot we always sort of bugged us. Yeah. We uh the governor and I both felt that in light of said putting a new face on the campaign and we'd actually shot that in camera. Yeah. And we never liked the idea that he says put a new face and we pan over to his face, but there wasn't much we could do at that point. This is beautiful. This was oh. up near the, that was up in that same area in yeah. Michigan. Beautiful. Events out of sequence, the order of things. There was no greater grief. This was a wild shot. A wild scene to shoot. Mm -hmm. This was actually the, the hardest role to cast. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was interesting. You had to believe him as a head of the DNC. Every mistake is magnified. And she was smart and pretty. And also tell, you know, do this speech without feeling like they were pushing. Yeah. Father, you ask us to accept God's plan to not question his judgment. Yeah. With all due respect. I just like how he leaves his mouth open at the end. Mm-hmm. She made the world better. Yeah. Not just for me. And he's trying to hold it back, you know. That was... <laughs> that was just so great, man. Cigarette. You should hire Jack for a speechwriter. I'll keep it in mind. We were trying to beat the rain on this. Yeah, but this was exactly when we talked about this scene. This is exactly what we wanted. We mm -hmm. wanted it to feel just really cold and yeah. like stark. Mm -hmm. We even wrote that he doesn't look back. You know, he says, "Doesn't it?" Governor couldn't make flight. Meeting with Thompson. It's funny, you know. Once this thing starts to go, it goes so quickly for him. It all just goes south so fast. Train ride really helps having these good actors. Boy, I tell you, I one day we'll grab a beer and makes all the difference. You can tell me what you had on the governor that put me out. 
How do you know I didn't have something on you? <laughs> we, had, we had alarms going off in the cars. Mm -hmm. We'd do the scene, get right to the end, and then you'd hear beep, beep. Oh, you better get going. You have a campaign to run. I've got offices to look at. Better get north. We threw in the title. Nice consultant firm right off of K Street. Million a year. No one to fuck you over. Sounds relaxing. Doesn't it? And then Jeffrey Wright just takes this thing home, man. Yeah. He's so good. There's so much that we that we left out. There's just so much to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we're going to do, don't you? Yeah, I got to. Yeah. It'll be on this it'll be on this DVD. It'll be on this DVD. Oh right, we're comment we're doing commentary on the DVD. I forgot. Yes, we are. I thought we were sitting in my living room watching the movie. That all of us stand shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm in a united Democratic Party. <laughs> He's so good at this. He's so like I believe him. Mm -hmm. And here's coming up one of our favorite things in the, in the Yeah, film. that's what I'm saying. You know what we're gonna do. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, of course, we do a recall with bringing a new intern in just to show how replaceable everyone is on the campaign. First, I got to hug the guy I hate. Give him that fake. And uh, then we bring in the, the new intern who kind of hops like, uh, like Evan when she walks. Well... The polls aren't quite closed, but I do want to congratulate Senator. She was a um, she was a background artist, and we gave her some lines. Yeah, she was very, very good. She was. There's that shot that you tell me is not sped up, but I'm it's having not, a hard time believing. It's not sped up. I made that guy run out. I am humbled by your kind words. So, ladies and gentlemen, today marks the beginning of some more speechifying, and then we cut to our favorite guy. He's a background artist over Ryan's left shoulder. Right, the, on the right when you're looking at Ryan. On the right. <laughs> you know, a lot of times background artists will overdo it and you just can't stand it. We love this guy. Yeah, he's fantastic. It's, it's just... Here you go. See him look gray hair right there, smiling. And ready? Hey. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we love him. It's great. These are the scores. Really great. Rachel Maddow again, helping out. Yep. We burned all these in. Get him out there. Bring in the new girl. Yep. I was told to talk to you. I'm supposed to get a phone. This is uh you are Jill Morris. This is an Ann Arbor here. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna go to Xavier. No, that's right. A couple seconds. Mm -hmm. Right. Now we're at Xavier in Cincinnati. Ohio. No, no, we're still at, we're in Ann Arbor here. No, that's Xavier. That is? Yeah. That's Saint X right there. You're right. That's You're Xavier right. as well. You're right. I give it to you. Thank you. And you can guess that this is Xavier because of the X. And this is why we didn't want to have Marissa Tomei come out the other place because she comes out here. Yeah. And she came out in the scene earlier that we cut when she first... Oh, that's right, that's right. 
opportunity to comment on my next story. She's so good in this part, though. Yeah, this was her first day. That's right. It's always interesting to see somebody's first day. Mm -hmm. Press behind this point. She's press. I'll read about it in the funny papers. Come on, Stephen. Aren't we friends anymore? And then we we talked to Faden from the very beginning about how we wanted this hallway to look and yeah. how we wanted to, him to go from dark to light mm -hmm. and dark to light. And he really did a beautiful job of just forcing these overheads, which was great. Because we wanted to just powder him with light and just drop it out. And let the theme music play from here on in. We always had sort of a military drum corps theory to a lot of the, the mm -hmm. score, which we get back to in that. I think we should do the commentary through the credits, too. So we can just comment on everybody. Let's do it. <laughs> Liked him, hated him. This was a fun one to shoot because we got to shoot baskets during lunch. Yeah, we got to shoot basketball at lunch. At the Xavier Court. That was good fun. That guy, Sean in New York, actually was the assistant editor. Sean. Oh, right. Here's <laughs> the score change. Pretty soon, not quite yet, once we square up on him, it's the last shot in the movie there. This is all one shot. As we're pushing in, we also start to uh, fade the light out on his right eye. So taking the, giving it a much darker tone as we get in. And then looking right in the camera, it always seemed to be the proper way to end it. So you can see the light fading if you're paying attention. We keep pushing. John King again. Stop. Boom. That seemed about the right. Now, if you want to talk about people um, during the credits, Grant, I would start with, yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> All right. Woo! <sighs> <sighs> All righty. So that's it. We're done. <laughs>